meet the needs of those um, clients that are not cash rich and predictable. And on the other hand, we are, from a bank point of view, we're doing it in a secure way, safe and with robust underwriting. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Zach Miller. Challenger Bank Oak North launched a mortgage product earlier this month. The Oak North story is one we're following closely. Just a few years in, the bank uses a different playbook than other challengers. While firms like Revolut and N26 embark on a global expansion strategy by getting local banking licenses, Oak North spun off its technology and is pursuing a software strategy. While other challengers are hustling to sign up checking accounts, Oak North is really a lender at heart, providing debt finance to English growth stage entrepreneurs. It's into that demographic that the Challenger Bank has now launched a mortgage product. Oak North CFO Christina Amba joins us on the podcast to talk about the consumer product and whether it really is a departure from the Challenger Bank's product strategy. We delve into the core product, its target market, and the borrowers it serves. Lastly, we frame out to get a bigger view of where Oak North is planning for growth in the future. Christina Alba is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Hi, so this is uh, Christina Alba. I'm the CFO for Oak North, and I've been in financial services for over 28 years with Oak North over two years now. And I have been uh, doing jobs prior to joining Oak North in finance, risk, credit, and uh, operations. And since I'm in Oak North, I am the CFO. So before we jump into Oak North, and, and, and we have a bunch of questions I'd like to, to ask you, I'm curious, uh, given your um, vaunted career in financial services, what was it uh, two years ago that convinced you to join Oak North? Well, I was at G Capital 18 years, and uh, it was a decision from General Electric to divest from G Capital. So I spent my last two years there this, doing dispositions of uh, 33 individual asset dispositions and legal entity sales to many other investors. And then uh, in front of the opportunity to go into one of the industries of General Electric, of uh, going into somewhere else, Oak North Opportunity came up. And I found it really exciting. So I decided to uh, leave uh, those 18 years with a prior employer and join Oak North. So I, I, I guess I'm trying to ask a little specifically about Oak North. What, what was it about the opportunity that, that you left the GE Capital, a big, big company with lots of resources, to join a startup? So it was uh, the fact that Wishy uh, and Joel had a very clear vision of where they wanted to get. Uh, very focused on resolving the uh, debt finance uh, solution for entrepreneurs that are in growth mode in a way that I had never seen before. Everybody's offering for decades, uh, if not centuries, offering financing to SME, to mm -hmm. entrepreneurs um, globally, but they thought that this was underserved, which seemed to be true to me, and they wanted to address it from the angle of combining data, technology, and optimize processes. So I found that very refreshing and exciting. So I decided to join in. Well, great. And so um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about uh, earlier this month, I know you guys launched a new mortgage product. So you started with sort of SME lending. And um, as, as an outsider, it was, it was a little bit surprising for me to see that there was like sort of a consumer oriented product. Can you talk about what the, the mortgage product is and how that fits yeah. into, I guess, Oak North's product strategy? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm glad you asked a question because it's not uh, not linked to the rest of the strategy. It's just an additional product for what we consider our 
clients, our target market are SMEs, entrepreneurs, but also other um, other people that could face challenges when they ask for a mortgage because the revenue stream is not the one of coming from a normal payroll with all your future revenue streams are 100% predictable. And those fall under the affordability checks that are quite standard and they're now falling into a scorecard solution. So we were happy to say, if we have been doing well, the underwriting of complex uh, business uh, cash flows and opportunities and securities for entrepreneurs in their business, sure, we can just turn the same um, type of underwriting to just the acquisition of their home, uh, knowing that we can have uh, strength and security underwriting that uh, of those future cash flows, or I can put it another way, many of them are asset rich and cash poor for the short term, not in mm -hmm. the long term, because everybody can exit those assets with a long term strategy. So we look at those aspects. So on the one hand, we want to meet the needs of those um, clients that are not cash rich and predictable. And on the other hand, we are from a bank point of view, we're doing it in a secure way, safe and with robust underwriting. So that, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I guess from what you're saying, is, is it fair to say that um, this is an ancillary product to one of your customers' needs? It, it's a personal need as opposed to a business need. Do, but do you see it happening from the opposite direction? Do you see people who will, you think will come to you for a mortgage and then you'll be able to underwrite their business as well? I guess what's directionally, yeah. what's your thinking there? Yeah, it, that's, that's exactly right. That's what we are thinking. So first, with the existing customer base we've got, we've already let them know, hey guys, we've got this product. Uh, if you're interested because you are not obtaining the right financing for your home, here you've got. And the other way as well, as you were saying, uh, clients that are not client of Oakner at the moment and might be interested in our mortgage, then in years to come, they might decide to expand their business and then we are their potential lender or other uh, clients that might come from other countries that we can underwrite their income for their home, then they're setting up a business in the UK. And likewise, we can become their uh, SME lender as well, for personal and business uh, purposes. That's exactly the idea we have in mind. We are not targeting the biggest uh, mortgage market in the UK. As you know, it's the, the biggest lending market in the UK. Um, and what we expect is to go to this underserved residential mortgage market market and achieve, say, from 5 to 10% of it. So uh, that would put us in 12 months in 260 million um, of assets uh, of the mortgages lent from our balance sheet. So, so I guess what you were saying when you introduced the product, um, it's the same underwriting that goes into, you know, underwriting their business as it would to be underwriting them. Cause I guess the distinction between them and their business isn't, isn't very uh, deep or thick. Um, what are the challenges, I guess, for you guys in terms of being able to do, to create these bespoke mortgages? Cause it sounds like there's, you know, there's, like you said, there's, 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 uh, there's demographic information, there's geographic information that you might need to, to, to bridge. What are some of the challenges you need to get over to, to commercialize this product? Yeah, well, the challenges would be we didn't, we didn't have not enhance our technology and data pool to be able to extract exactly what matters. It's not rocket science what we do, but you have to be very clear on what are you targeting. So you're targeting the ability to assess if a client is not 
getting too much debt, and it has an exit strategy that uh, repays the debt and they keep their home safely. That, that's exactly what we want to achieve. So to your point, if the client, if our client has a company, we're going to underwrite the revenue from that company. It's going to go ultimately to the client. If our client has um, deposits in other entities because they've got a long-term investment strategy of shares or bonds, we will look at those and the, the list goes on and on. It's a long list uh, that we look at, but we've got uh, very much um, very well uh, standardized. Uh, It's not the right word to standardize, but we've got a good flow chart of where to go uh, depending on the customer situation. Understood. Um, And I have a question. So you and I spoke last time about um, your globalization strategy, right? So the UK, um, you guys are are lenders and and, and abroad. I'm obviously, I'm I'm summarizing this very quickly. Abroad, you sort of, you you spun off the technology group to be able to do licensing deals internationally. Um, Will this mortgage product also go into that set of technologies to, to license internationally? At the moment, we are launching that technology in the UK. Uh, as we are expanding internationally, this, uh, this ability, the, the technology is available to anyone. It's going to depend on our partners globally. If mm-hmm. they want to use it for mortgages, they can. If they want to use it only for SME lending, they can. So it is a product that, yeah, it's going to be available globally. Interesting. So I guess that's a good segue into, um, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit, but um, could you describe to us um, sort of the core product, the Oak North core product, your target market, and this is just for for people who may not be as familiar with Oak North, um, and then we can talk about the international strategy after. So so can you give sort of um, our listeners a view of, of, of what your plan is? Yeah, so what we detected is a market niche in the SME lending and uh, anywhere between half a million pounds up to 40 million pounds, being the sweet spot of what we do in the between 20 and 30 million pounds. That's where the sweet spot that we found is where everybody is lending, but nobody is doing optimally uh, for the the SME. So what we are able to offer is bespoke debt financing solutions uh, at uh, flexible terms that meet the cash flow generated but each by each one of our clients and we are able to accommodate any type of collateral that they might have available of the business or on their personal capability as well so that um, market niche is in the uk we're proven it through the uk bank where we are we have already originated three billion pounds of uh, loans of which half a billion has already been repaid with no default so we are very happy about that. Once that has been proved, we are expanding it internationally, globally, actually. And any potential client that we are speaking with uh, is really excited about this. And they confirm that, yes, they do retail lending pretty efficiently. They do corporate lending, those that do corporate lending pretty efficiently as well. But this area of the sweet spot that we've identified as a niche is the one that they really are very excited about North AI solution, uh, where whereby our technology, data, and platform can help them make more informed decisions on the uh, the upfront and the underwriting, and then keep their relationship with the client through the active portfolio monitoring. That is exactly what our product is. It gives them a good 
tools to underwrite and approve the loans if they want, and an ongoing tool to keep the monitoring very proactively. At the moment, we've got nine external customers internationally, of which eight are banks and one is a fund. It's then we would have to include the UK bank, and they are at different stages of implementation. Uh, the countries vary quite significantly. USA, the Netherlands, Germany, Austria, Croatia, and Hungary in Europe. And then we should go to uh, Asia, where we are in talks with Singapore, Malaysia, China, and Taiwan um, is the latest one will be cooperated. So um, that's where we are at the moment globally. Got it. And there's a, a retail banking component offering as well, right? Can you describe that? Savings the, accounts? The savings on the deposits. That's something we are doing in the UK. So in order to keep the UK uh, structure as simple as possible, because we're doing our segment on the lending side, we decided to go for deposits. That is a simple uh, way of obtaining funds. So that's our retail product. It's all digital. It's uh, in the web. We do not have branches. And our products are very clear in the internet. Um, and very easy to use being um, uh, at the moment we've got uh, deposit accounts and uh, most of them retail savers but we also have SME clients that uh, that are interested in depositing with us. Our, our clients are interested uh, in clear products where the return uh, profitability they can obtain is not at risk so they know exactly what's going to happen when it's gonna happen. So we don't offer any structured products. And we are obviously under the FSPS guarantee offered by the government. Interesting, and does the um, full suite, I guess, of, of retail deposits, which, which help to fund the, the lending, um, are the retail deposit, I guess, the infrastructure technology, is that also included in the AI licensing product, or that's just something separate you do in the UK? That is something we're doing separately in the UK at the moment. Um, it doesn't mean that in the future we cannot expand or do consulting for other interested parties if, uh, if that had to happen. At the moment, uh, we have prioritized expanding uh, the lending internationally, but uh, if, as we have proven that we can raise deposits uh, in the UK efficiently and effectively, uh, that might be um, an avenue for the future. Interesting. Um, so we're getting near the end of the conversation. I, ha I have a question, I guess, on, um, I guess, looking ahead. Um, so you guys launched this mortgage product that sits ancillary and complementary to, um, to the, your SME lending product. Uh, what, what, do, what do you guys have in store for the rest of 2019? Are you going to be launching other products? Or are you just focused on doing what you do better and scaling that? Like, what, What's your mindset going into the back end of 2019? Well, 2019 is keep executing in um, in what we have already launched, right? Continue the landing, continue open the eye expansion, um, make sure that the investment of the bank is uh, deployed um, the way it's supposed to be deployed, and continue also on the in the UK on partnerships uh, that uh, we haven't mentioned now, but partnerships on the deposit side where we are helping other uh, fintech um, or companies to use our deposit products because they don't have it uh, in their product offering at the moment. So we do see more of that coming uh, during the rest of 2019. 
So before we end, I just want to drill down on that, what you just mentioned. So can you talk a little bit about that strategy, the deposit, the sort of B2B side of deposits? Yeah. Sure. Sure. So uh, as we look at what do we do well, so we do well the SME lending in the sweet spot, the 20 million pounds, and we do well deposit uh, um, acquisition customers uh, at fixed-term deposit rates, not this account and easy access. We also offer a very good product on ISAS for the UK clients. So there are other um, current account providers, famous providers, many fintechs in the UK that have done really, really well in their platforms, in their apps. They're really customer-friendly. Uh, they've got their sort of marketplace for the clients to have in a one screenshot visibility to all what happens in their payments and savings. And so they have not invested in creating this savings product. So we're partnering with them. Uh, and uh, it's a win-win situation. The client of the, uh, say, payments uh, distribution client uh, can only put the money in a current account that pays them obviously nothing. And by us partnering with them, they have access to our uh, deposit products, which are much higher interest rate than the current account that they've got at the moment. So um, that can be in the marketplace, and that is very attractive. And for us, it reaches out to a demographic uh, and segment of the population that has no interest in goals, seeking rates, uh, and find openers in the remotely in one bed by table. They just want their a one click in their marketplace, easy access uh, to the deposit account. So it's a win-win situation, three win side situation. The end client, the our partner of payments uh, or current accounts, and then Oakland as well. Christina, it's been great chatting with you. Thanks for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast this morning. Thank you, Zach.